This is a Positivity Podcast. We will discuss ships of all shapes and sizes. From the pure to the problematic, no ship is off limits. Any ship discussed in this episode is a work of fiction. It's not real, so therefore, it doesn't really matter. If you don't like the OTP we discuss in this episode, why don't you go outside, take a walk, and don't listen to this episode. We'll see you next time. where we talk about OTPs, shipping, one true pairings, and all of that great stuff. Hey there, friends. Guess what? We're doing another Haikyuu episode. We can't get enough of those Haikyuu boys, and this one is a very long-awaited OTP that I definitely promised people and did not make good on that promise until now, that is. So first and foremost, who are you, my special guest? What would you like to be called on today's episode? Uh, Hello, I'm uh, Karo-chan on Twitter and uh, elsewhere, and you can call me Karo. Hey, Karo. So, who are we talking about today? Uh, We are talking about the childhood friends to lovers, Kuroken from Haikyuu. I love Kuroken personally, like actually, and I'm not just saying that because I may or may not have messed something up before, but oh my gosh, yes, Kuroken. So for those of us living under a rock, who are Kuro and Kenma? What are they about? Uh, so Kuru Tetsuro and Kosume Kenma are childhood friends and uh, neighbors. They go to the same school, uh, they play volleyball, volleyball on the same team, uh, Nekoma, uh, where Kenma is the setter and uh, Kuru is the captain and uh, middle blocker. And uh, I mean later in Haikyuu, spoilers, uh, time skip, uh, they have different careers but uh, are still shown to be very close. Hell yeah! So. Was it the childhood friends aspect that drew you to this OTP, or was there something more? Yeah, I mean, it was that that kind of uh, put me on that path, um, because uh, this was back in 2016-17, uh, uh, when we hung out on Tumblr, uh, as we did back then. So I was in free, tra- free fandom at the time, uh, and a lot of people I followed started to post about Haikyuu instead. So it was kind of clear large parts of the fandom was moving that way. Um, and the first pick I saw of Kuroken was not very flattering, to be honest. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah, that was actually quite an ugly picture. But but then I saw some some doujins and some fan arts. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should check this out. Um, so I read the manga and I mean, I immediately liked their dynamic so uh, binging time. So I just went straight to A3, started from the beginning and just read all of them, uh, all the fics in order. How many fics are there? There are over 10,000 now. I mean, it wasn't that many at that time. I mean, it was only like maybe three or 4,000, I think. But uh, now it's over 10,000. Still, three or 4,000 is nothing to sneeze at. That's a good amount of love for an OTP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like reading, uh, so... Hell yeah. So what was the moment then in the manga that really solidified, yes, this is the OTP for me? Or was it in the anime? Mm, no, I mean, I I liked it from the start, really. It wasn't a specific moment. I just immediately liked them. Uh, it's like, I mean, it's childhood friends, uh, the intimate knowledge, 
the ultimate trust. They have the wordless communication, joint history, banter, internal jokes and all of that. So, I mean, I really enjoyed that. Um, and of course, I mean, apart from that initial picture, uh, they are both very attractive. Uh, there's the size different, the whole, you know, you have everything light and dark, hot and cold, uh, more vocal, more subtle. Um, I mean, they even have a nice voice actors. Uh, so, I mean, they, they really have everything. Damn, it does sound like they do have everything. But were there moments within the canon material that really made your heart just sing? Like things that you got in canon, the crumbs, I might uh, call them. Yeah, I mean, we do get lots of them. I mean, it's not even crumbs, it's like loaves. I mean, there's so many scenes with them because they, they appear so early in, in, in the manga and in the anime. So we get so many scenes with them. Um, I think I just really like that they are always together. Uh, they are on the same team. They walk together, sit together, neighbors. Um, they're just in the same space all the time. Um, but then, of course, we have uh, chapter 318, although, of course, I shipped them uh, long before that. But, I mean, chapter 318 was... Uh, was I mean, it was so nice for us. What happened in that chapter, just for those of us who maybe didn't read the manga, can you talk about it? So chapter 318 is called uh, Partners uh, and basically gives us the, the Kurokan backstory uh, from Kenma's point of view. Um, so we find out Kuro was shy as a kid. Uh, we see Kenma's parents. We see Kuro's father's leg. I mean, we don't really see his parents, but still. Um, we find out all these little details that we all speculated about. We find out Kuro moved there just before school started when he was eight, came was seven. We see their first meeting um, and how they started watching and playing volleyball together. So um, it includes lots of like, uh, or maybe like complete favorite scenes. So uh, uh, it's just a really nice chapter. So since you said that you have been shipping Kuro Ken from the beginning, did that chapter live up to your expectations of what their past kind of looked like? Or did Furidate just totally blow your expectations out of the water? Well, um, no, I, I thought it was just nice to fill in fill in the gaps. Um, so no, it, it definitely lived up uh, to expectations. But I mean, we still want more, <laughs> more details, really. So even if we got lots, lots of them in, in that one. Here, here. So now, when you are looking for those extra details, whether they be in fan fiction or fan art, do you find yourself looking at more content from Karu's perspective or Kenma's perspective? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I love both of them really, and I also really love outsider uh, point of view. Um, I mean, in, in, in the beginning, at least, when I started reading, uh, I haven't done actual statistics on it, but it felt like there were way more uh, fics in Kenma POV uh, rather than Kuro. Um, so I really appreciate a good Kuro uh, POV fic, but, um, uh, well, it's hard to say, really. <laughs> well, then, in your opinion, what makes a good Kuro point of view and what makes a good Kenma point of view? Yeah, um, I mean, obviously it has to be like in character um, for both of them, really. I like to see 
like character growth, lots of banter, and uh, uh, I mean, of course, I like uh, I want Kurukan to to interact, but I also really like when they interact with other people, um, other people in their lives. Uh, I want to know like uh, how they feel about their hobbies, families, friends, uh, and their job. Uh, and it's really nice if they are both smart and dumb and just human. So I mean, fix that where you really feel that you're in Kuros on Kerma's head. So, uh, yeah. Right on, right on. Are there any little fanon things that people do that you really like that maybe aren't so much explicit in the canon, but you see in a lot of Kurokan fics? Mm, yeah, I mean, they do have lots of cats. That's always cute. Um and I mean, Kuro being a nerd is always really fun. So yeah, there are lots of little little things that you have to remember that it's not really canon, but uh, it's in so many fix that uh, you start to doubt yourself sometimes. It makes it special, doesn't it? say we love the canon the canon is so great but sometimes we crave a little something extra so caro have you made anything extra for your otp um well i have um but my main content is really ficrex um and right now i'm also on the mod team for uh, an upcoming uh kurikan scene so an, an, an anthology uh, it's called partners uh, it's gonna be focused on time skip Kurokan. So art, fix and uh, merge. Uh, and time skips are basically uh, the missing years and onwards. So that's gonna be great. Okay, we're gonna put a pin in that conversation. I do, however, want you to talk about a fanfic, fan art, anything that you personally have made for Kurokan. What is the one thing you've made that you were the most proud of? Um, well, having to name one, um, I have written a fic called uh, Pick the Childhood Friend, uh, Easy for Beginners. So it's a time skip, Kurokan, where they are married for tax reasons. That was great fun uh, to write. Um, lots of like domestic uh, Kurokan life. And uh, well, basically, uh, I just think they would want to stay married even if they hadn't realized their feelings. So that was... Um, basically what I put in that one. I personally love the fake marriage trope, so this is right up my alley. <laughs> I love it. All right, so now, what about those fic rec lists? How long are they? How do you organize them? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, I have a, a collection on AO3 called uh, Kurokan Recommendations, basically. And that one is around 300 fix. Jesus. Uh, so that's, but I mean, it's it's 10,000 plus. So, uh, but then I also have lots of other um, collections. So, you know, like uh, specialized ones. So, for example, this is Omegaverse ones. Uh, this is only explicit ones. This is royalty. This is etc. So lots of specialized collections for, for only that. I mean, uh, there are so many soulmate fix, for example. So, um, um yeah, I mean, lots of collections, and then I have uh, fake threads and everything. So, um, 
I mean, it can be hard to know where to start, really. So since there are so many fixes, so I put together a little like starter pack as well. So start with these like 20 fixes uh, and then you can uh, go on with the others. Do you find that people use those starter packs? Well, I'm not really sure. Uh, I can't really ah. see. I mean, I can't see statistics on it, but... Uh, Nobody has contacted you about it. Yeah, I mean, lots of people uh, write and say they appreciate them. But I mean, I don't really know how many people have accessed them uh, statistically, but uh, I hope... Well, as long as people are telling you, that's all that matters, you know? It's good that people are... Uh, even if like it's not a fanfic where you can comment, they're letting you know that your contribution is wanted and needed within fandom spaces, and I think that's awesome. So now, finally, talk about that zine. Who started it? Like, what was the idea? What was the what was the driving force that made you want to make it? Um, well, I was asked to to help, so uh, and I of course joined immediately. So. Um, so it's a great team, and uh, we just closed contributor applications uh, like earlier today so um, we're gonna start going through all of them so it's gonna be uh, there's so many good applications so it's gonna be really tricky um, so it's gonna be like a, a safe for work part uh, and then a not safe for work part so two different ones that's great that you're catering to both markets we could always use more not safe for work in this world <laughs> <laughs> true true Wonderful. All right. So now, Caro, it is time for you to give us some of those good Kuroken fanfic and fan art recommendations. Let's start with some fanfic. What are your favorites? Yes. I mean, it's really tricky uh, because I reread uh, my favorites all the time. But uh, when I have to pick, I usually go with uh, Seasons of Love by Nimbus Cloud. So it's Kuroken. It's quite a long fic. Uh, it's a series as well, but uh, it has Kuroken being in a distant distance relationship. Uh, so Kuro has graduated uh, and Kenma is still in uh, in third year. Uh, so it's domestic fluff and there's the misunderstandings, communications, uh, some smut and everything. Um, and it also has really wonderful attention to detail uh, regarding all the authentic Japanese details. So it's like everything is, uh, is really good regarding like school system, food and housing and everything. Uh, so lots of really nice details. Um, and sometimes, you know, th these days when, when we know about time skip, there are very few of these kinds of fix as well, because uh, sometimes uh, it's nice with these old nostalgic kind of compliant ones um, where they are a bit more struggling because, I mean, I really like time skip and that they are very, very successful. But uh, in some of the old fix, the they have this period when they have to live in some shitty apartment and be struggling students. Uh, so it's, it's kind of nice to read. Uh, and this is one of those fics. Um, and then uh, there are some other fics with, with this really nice attention to detail. Uh, another one is Can You Stay by Koyukis. Uh, it's an ex to lover long fic, also very wonderful. Um, another favorite. Uh, is My Nameless World, I'll Let You In by LTD Mars, uh, which features Kenma cohabiting with Hinata, who is dating Kageyama at the time, uh, and Kuro cohabits with Bokuto. Uh, and Kuro Ken are in that phase where they know, I mean, they, re they are aware of their feelings, they know, but Kenma is not quite there yet. Uh, he's not ready. So it's just... Uh, 
uh, really delicious itch to read and it has lots of good Kagehina and friendship as well and I just keep going back to that one um, and then I usually like to mention uh, that uh, author's ghost pot and my secret fan moments uh, basically all of their Kurokan fix are in the recommendations uh, and they both have two fix each in the starter pack alone so uh, if one wants to just check out some Kurokan fix you can definitely read those uh, and obviously if you want to cry you can read uh, Galaxy's Endless. Cool so what about some fan art recommendations? Yes there are lots of wonderful artists really because I mean since Kurokan has been around since, since the beginning uh, there are lots of older arts as well uh, from artists that are inactive or less active today. Um, the Dojin I first saw back uh, on Tumblr uh, was by Vigiment Sue, uh, and they have uh, deactivated, uh, unfortunately, but their art and Dojins are still around, and they're really nice. Um, there's also uh, Bunko Hakiso O, uh, Jipanda 812, Shiu, Mangoes, and Mapion, and they are a bit less active in the fandom today but for artists that are active and posting I mean right now as, now as we speak uh, there's obviously uh, Muki uh, I mean like a total legend uh, years of like wonderful Kurokan art uh, there's C uh, however that's uh, so C underscore 5 and 5 E's uh, there's Yom Nulseis uh, Canon Half Quaint Chromie, Hemo, P, and Sack, and I will link all of these. Uh, I will send you the links uh, for all of these because they have really nice art. Wonderful. All right, so when you are looking for that good Kurokan fanfic and fan art to consume, do you tend to gravitate more towards canon compliant or AU narratives? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, all of the things. Um, so basically I read, I mean, like any rating, any tags and any rating, uh, I mean, any length, I just go to the tag and read everything. Um, there's very little I won't read. Um, but what I really like is when they, um, uh, authors incorporate like canon details, but in a natural way. Uh, and uh, all those, I mean, not just canon from the manga and anime, but I mean everything that we know about and so every little detail from Haikyuu Boo and the light novels and the stage play and the guidebooks and the extra scenes and everything and I like to really see that kind of sprinkled and uh, incorporated in in fix and uh, bonus if they use uh, authentic uh, Japanese details both for uh, fix and art really. Wonderful so what are the the moments in canon that you really like to read fanfics of and what is one AU that you want to manifest? Hmm. Um, so AUs, I really love Final Haiku Quest um, and Apop Apocalypse <laughs> Fix. Um, but what I would really like to see more of as well in, in Kurokan is like space and sci-fi AUs uh, because there are not that many of them. Um, but otherwise, uh, for AUs, I really like Kurokan in different careers, uh, but being partners, but uh, in, in a different way. So, you know, like doctors, teachers, agents and everything. 
so just being partners uh, in other ways that's always nice in in AUs um, and for kind of compliant um, well I mean fake dating of course because since they are best friends they'd be really good at it um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a, an entire uh, recollection for fake dating actually so because there's so many good ones um, and I really like to see them supporting each other, for example, in their careers, and of course earlier uh, in other ways, but uh, for time skip ones, for example. Um, and I really like uh, Japanese holidays when they celebrate that and going on vacation. Uh, and then, of course, I mean all the filler episodes that we never got. Uh, you know, like similar to to Haikyuu's uh, and all the extras. Uh, I mean. I want to fill in all the gaps. Uh, we never see Kuro's house. We haven't seen his father or his sister or his grandparents or anything. Um, I mean, and of course, everything that happens uh, later. I mean, like adult Kuroken, midlife crisis Kuroken. I mean, everything. Damn, you're just like manifesting all these fanfics right now. I love it. So now we are rounding up to that penultimate question. It's time to get up on that soapbox and let us know the good word of Kuroken. If you could say anything else you want to say about them, now's the time. Ah, yes. Um, there are so many. Um, I have two things. Um, first of all, uh, I would just like to say that we were really lucky to have Kuroken played by the two same uh, brilliant stage actors in all of the stage plays, um, because I really feel that they added a lot to the fandom, because we had them like in between seasons and Kuroken periods, so and the stage actors had really wonderful chemistry and portrayed Kuroken brilliantly, so uh, that's one. Uh, and the other thing I would like to say is that um, so Kuroken is a ship with many sides. Uh, people have been writing and drawing them for like almost 10 years. Uh, so you have all aspects really. I mean, you have shy and anxious Kenma, confident gamer Kenma, sugar daddy Kenma. I mean, you have confident, cool Kuro, anxious Kuro. I mean, and you have all ratings and everything. Um, so if you have only read one part of them and it might not be your cup of tea there are lots of others so uh, check out some other fix and art and yell if you need recommendations hell yeah all right it's time friends it's that final question if you could sum up your otp in three to five words or maybe a short sentence what would that be um best friends soulmates married partners Ooh, I love that. That's so wholesome. And with that being said, thank you so much, Caro, for coming on the show to talk to us about the lovely, the effervescent Kuroken. Now's the time where you get to plug your stuff. Where can people find you on social media? What are your ads? Um, well, so for the, the, the anthology, the scene, uh, it's on HQ Kuroken scene on Twitter. Uh, and then for me, uh, I'm Karachan on most platforms. So you can find me on mainly Twitter, where I lurk around and retweet anything Kuro can. Uh, and my pin post has uh, all the fic recs. Hell yeah. 
And if you like what you heard, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. We've got a shit ton of episodes in our backlog about high Q ships, Karoo ships, Kenma ships. We've got them all. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are readily available and easy to listen to. We are currently running a merch fundraiser with some amazing shirts. I don't know who designed them, cough, cough me, but they are pretty cool. And all the profits, all the proceeds, they go towards benefiting the Center for Reproductive Rights. And who knows when I'll close these fundraisers. I just want everybody to have their cool merch. And you can find that on our bonfire, which is linked in our link tree. Our social media is at the one true pod on any platform that is not currently on fire, pretty much. We post ship positivity, memes, all sorts of things like that. And the at one more time is at the one true pod. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, all you gotta do is slide into my DMs or send me an email at the one true pod at gmail.com. One more time, thank you, Caro, for coming on the show, and I'll see y'all next time. Bye.